Is that a door squeak? Is that a squeaky door? Who's there? <laughs> Coke, so the Coke Zero Orange is a no-go? No, it tastes like chemicals. We've got, uh, Jimena bought a 12-pack, and I think we've drank, like, three. <laughs> Did send me one. I'll try it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Just throw it in the mail. Mm-hmm. Should, should be fine. <laughs> it was empty play. when it got here. I'll just put it in the mailbox with a stamp on it. <laughs> the mail carrier literally threw it at the, <laughs> threw it at the door. No, may have busted in their truck. I don't know. No, it's got a real chemical taste. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, it might spend like a dollar fifty on a twenty ounce just to try it. But I was because I was debating on whether or not to pick up a pick up a twelve pack. Oh, of I'm it. sure a plastic bottle probably makes it taste even worse. I hate I'll soda sun. plastic bottles. Ugh. Dude, I'm a f- dude. Can't. I have turned into a fountain drinker. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to go. But you know what? I, I this is this is my this is my theory on fountain. So I'm really excited. Um, if it's a sugar based, uh, like you know, regular Coke, whatever. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, those are fine. Those are great. Okay. Uh, the Coke Zeros, uh, Diet Cokes, Pe- Diet Pepsis uh, through the fountain, I think are really gross. DDP. Yeah, I don't like them. Yuck. I tell you, the um, it just tastes like chemicals to me. It's like. <laughs> Not a fan. I don't, I'm not getting that, man. Not a fan. Yeah. Not that's weird. I don't get that. I don't get it. I don't get that uh, taste. Yeah. But I mean, to be honest with you, it tastes like, I feel like it might taste like chemicals anyway. So I might just be used to the chemical taste. <laughs> the, ke- the chemical goodness of Coke Zero. Because that's all it is. Here's, here's uh, fake sweetness. It's, well, it's definitely the closest to tasting like the original. Yeah. You know, like diet it's like Coke, 10 milligrams diet of sodium, I think. Dude, yeah. Lauren's mom buys that, and it's like she buys it. I swear to God to you, man. She buys it by like five-gallon buckets. Who does? Lauren's mom. Oh. Five-gallon bucket. If she could buy them in five-gallon containers, she would do it. If she could buy like the keg of like soda water and like a keg of like the the syrup, I think she would do it that way. She likes Diet Coke, huh? Dude, so when she came to visit uh, a few weeks ago, or not weeks ago, maybe a few months ago when she was out here, we went to the, we went to H E B and I'm not kidding with you when I say that there were five, six, two liters in the cart. Three of them, three of them were caffeine free diet cokes, the old gold label. So what, and I, what just, like, I was like, what is she drinking for Le- then? Just the taste? I go, Leanne, what are we doing here? I like the taste. Dude, it's it's exactly she just goes, it's my diet coke. <laughs> it's- <laughs> It's my diet coke. Sweet, it's sweet little Southern Belle. It's refreshing. It's coke. <laughs> I put a little spritz of lemon in it. One of the sweetest women on this planet, but a spritz. Dude, her her coke decisions are <laughs> through and through. If you ever, if you ever, uh, if, if I've gone in her garage, I was like, if you ever go in a garage, no one will ever go in a garage. But if you ever go in a garage, yeah, I don't know if she'd uh, want to just go in a garage and see me there. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Hey, hey, my buddy John's coming over. He's gonna. He wants to check out your garage. <laughs> just it's open fine. it up. He'll just rummage around a little bit. Just open it up. Yeah, dude. She's got two liters stocked away in there, man. Wow, he. That was the sale. Got about you know. Fries had the sale. <laughs> That's funny, dude. It's wild stuff over there, man. She loves those Coke Zero or the Diet Cokes. Yeah, I we don't uh, we don't drink a lot of sodies. 
but yeah. uh, we we try to have at least um, like a few Coke Zeros because I like it with my bourbon. Coke Zero in the bourbon. I do like that. I like the vanilla Coke Zero with bourbon, especially the uh, double barrel. Mm, for sure, that's good. I'm <laughs> good. <laughs> I I thought about it before we started recording this show of having some bourbon and Coke Zero, but then I was like, nah, not for this one. Keep your uh, keep your faculties about you, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz, just get sloshed. Yeah, start recording. I know, right? It's like one sip. You know, they, they get their second show and and we're buzzed. <laughs> just, I really like comic books. It's just you know getting buzzed and, and talking about just Captain Marvel. You guys love comic books. That's basically what it's all going to be about this this show, right? I mean, it's going to be we're 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 going to tell these fine folks about Captain Marvel and yeah, man. Should let them know spoilers ahead if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Tons of spoilers. All the spoilers. Every single one of them. All the spoilers. Um, before we get to that, dude, like the heaviest news this week, um, the James Gunn return to uh, to Disney. Um, I feel like, uh, I don't know if that was a, I don't know what's going on there, but I know it was a, um, it was a mistake to fire him in the first place. And, uh, but here we are. And we, you know, you and I talked about this uh, a while back and we both did not think that no matter what happened, they would rehire him. And we both thought it was going to be like a Disney would stand behind their, like their wall of, you know, we make decisions and that's the way it is. And we're not going to talk about it. And, uh, shortly after, you know, James Gunn was, was picked to, uh, direct and front run suicide squid Two. Uh oh, you know I think Marvel like mm-hmm. took a little took a little slap on the on the hind end mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> yeah took a big gulp and said Whoop, our biggest competitor got one of our best directors of one of our highest grossing of of two of our higher grossing films which is mm. and also uh, you know Suicide Squad is essentially the DCEU. Um, oh, Guardians, yeah. right? I mean, that's, yeah, it's an ens- ensemble movie. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. he's got a proven track record with ensemble movies. He made a talking raccoon and a guy that could only say three words lovable, yep. <laughs> like on screen. Yep. The, the dude, the dude can make it work. Obviously, we're gonna have no doubt about that. But it's, yeah, uh, could not backpedal fast enough. Disney, I don't think Disney even came out with anything. They just said, uh, yeah, he's rehired. That's about it. He's he's the director. Yeah, it, it was the right move to make. And it, I mean, it is interesting because the House of Mouse does not usually, you know, admit to any sort of mistake or <laughs> right. Yeah, at least at least not anymore. They don't. Um, yeah, and, and you know, and it's good to hear that he's still gonna you know finish out Suicide Squad too. Now I don't know if he's essentially directing it. Is he directing it and writing it? Yep. I don't know if it's I don't know the writing credit or not, but I I know he is directing. I'm sure he's I'm sure he's hanging out with the writers. So I mean, this is going to be the first time that there's been cross pollination of a director yeah. between the two. I mean, we've seen. I don't think we've seen anyone from the MCU movies show up in DCEU movies, have we? Any actors? Yep, we have. Ooh. Yep, actors. Um, I'm actually looking them up right now. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I know. There's a there's a couple. There's a couple, but I don't think there's been any. Well, I mean, Shazam. You know, the uh, no. Nah, well, yeah. Other than other than uh, other than Zachary. Um, I want to say it's not Zachary Quinto. I keep wanting to say Zachary, Zachary, Zachary Spock. Spock. <laughs> uh, 
Golly. Freaking I'm gonna Chuck. Let you, I'm going to let you work through this one. You'll get it. It's Chuck. That's all I know. Yeah, Chuck. That's, that's his name. It's Chuck. Um, good NBC's grief. NBC's Chuck. NBC, he's NBC's Chuck. I loved that show. That was a goofy show, but I loved it. I even follow him on Instagram. Like it's so you, bad. You don't know his name. Like so I'm, I, no. I, I know. I'm just gonna let you. I'm gonna let you fish it out. <sighs> I had to look it up. It's Zachary Levi. There you go. There I got it. There I got it got on all it. my own. I, had, I didn't I, look I it up on the internet. I believed in you from the get go. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, he was one of the, um, one Randall of the Warriors Park. Three, right. Yeah, he was one of the Warriors three, and mm-hmm. then Randall Park is another one who um, office lovers will know him as Asian Jim, and uh, but he played. Uh, he was in Aquaman. Yes. As uh, in one of the is as oh, I can't remember exactly the role he played in Aquaman, but he also played Ant Man's handler. Oh, that's from right. yeah. the FBI. So, yeah, a few a few pieces of cross pollination. There there might be more, but those are the two that I can that I that come to mind right now. Zachary Levi's obviously a bigger star there, but um, yeah, Randall Park, who also played uh, Kim Jong Un in the interview. Oh, dude, yes. We also have to backpedal. Joss Whedon. Um, Avengers, and oh, then and then, of course. um, yeah, and then the master, a director the masterpiece that he created with Justice League after. Oh yeah, just the run. just the amazing thing. That yeah, he, yeah. No, that, I mean <laughs> well, that really is uh, the, the turd that he was handed. Let's be right. Let's be real. The turd that he was handed. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think I don't, I don't think we're ever gonna get a full no story on that. I just we're no. Unfortunately, we're, too we're much. Just, yeah, there's too much. I know we keep wanting it. It's like we want the X-Men timeline to work. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of horses that have been dead for a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Disney did the right thing with <clears throat> rehiring James Gunn. They really did. And, I, you know, it's uh, I think there was a couple reasons why, to be honest with you, I, I Definitely, there was a there was a knee jerk reaction to you know ten year old tweets that I mean come on yeah I mean yeah we're not going to get into it on this show but I mean if you're getting worked up over you know this guy comes from the trauma factory now if you guys don't know what what trauma is trauma is uh like <laughs> barely B grade horror movies Toxic Avenger things like that. That's that's the school that he the James Gunn comes from, and it's irreverent by nature. It it, it would be like calling out National Lampoons for yeah. for uh, raunchy comedy. Yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So you know, this guy made some tweets about ten years ago. They, they, they were a joke. Uh. Last time I checked, comedy isn't supposed to be washed with Tide all the time. And, okay. But then, you know, he realized, he's like, okay, hey, you know what? I, I was you know, trying to say some things that were funny. They may have been funny at the time. You know, if you're offended by it now, you know, I'm sorry. You know, hey, that's not who I am now. Yeah. And, okay. Real people with real brains can go, yeah, okay. You know, it was 10 years ago, whatever. We move on. Yeah. Like I said, we're not going to dedicate this whole show to, you know, people who can't, you know, are are looking to be outraged every 10 seconds. Yeah. 
But it was the so, right move to make. We call reasonable fanboys. It's not called outraged. <laughs> yeah, outra- outraged. Reason- reasonably outraged. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, this is not anything like the X Men timeline or anything. No, like, like, and I'm yeah. <laughs> no. But I think there was. I think there was a couple things really that yeah. There was you know probably yeah. a rush to judgment. DC or Warner Brothers, you know, scoops him up and, you know, is making some changes to Suicide Squad and recasting. And so we'll see where that goes. That's the other crossover we'll yeah. have. Idris Elba. I- Idris Elba, who apparently has changed his mind about comic book movies. Ooh, that tone. Boy, he changed mid song, man. Oh, Telling yeah. Me. Yeah. Woo. All it takes is paychecks, buddy. You know? Oh, man. And uh, so, and I think the second thing is, too, that <clears throat> what, which we're going to get to here uh, when we start talking about, you know, Endgame is that, uh, you know, chapters are going to be ending on a lot of a lot of these characters. Yeah. And you've got, you know, Dave Batista, uh, you know, who plays Drax. If you guys know Dave Batista, if if you've ever followed the career of Dave Batista from his right. professional wrestling days where he literally goes by his name, Batista, uh to his uh MMA career. He's had a he's had a he didn't fight for the UFC. But he did have a couple of professional MMA fights that he won, by the way. He is a legitimate tough guy. And really ended up being the perfect casting for Drax. He was, he's great. Love Dave Batista as Drax. Yeah. Impossible. It would not go over my head and I would catch it. I mean, just <laughs> so good. So if you've if you followed the career of Dave Batista, th- this is a guy that is one thing he's really not going to do is tow a company line. And even when he was working with the WWE, he was very vocal about use of his character. Because I mean, there's Dave Batista the guy, and then there's yeah. Dave Batista the character, right? Right. Yeah. Um, he's been very vocal about how his character has been used. Um. He's back with the WWE right now for like a small little WrestleMania run. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. Um, yeah, very cool. It just happens to coincide with Endgame. I'm sure that wasn't, you know, intended. I'm sure Disney, oh, no. and, I'm sure ah. Disney and Vince weren't having any conversations there. No, um, not at all. No, 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 no. It's no, no, super no, organic. No, not at all. Uh, say what you will about WWE. There's a lot of people who like to do business with Vince McMahon because money is, is, is to be made. I mean, you can say what you want. Money is to be made. You got a built-in press tour. Exactly. Like that's exactly. all that is. It's a built-in press tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Done. So easy. Um, yeah, but here's the thing. Dave has never been like one to like toe the company line. And there have been times sure. where he has straight up like just no showed. He has uh, walked out because he didn't like the way things were going with the WWE. And when he threatens, I am not going to come back and play Drax for Guardians yeah. Volume 3. There was a lot of people going, oh, yeah, it's just a spoiled Hollywood actor. It's like, no, no. this is a guy who, who means it. He won't yep. come back. Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, like all those guys like signed, they did all sign a paper saying that this is wrong and yeah. you shouldn't do that. And I, I'm not saying but, that. But Batista I'm not was that, the only one who said, I won't come back. And exactly. I believe him when he says and that. And there was, 
And there was no, and there was, I'm not saying that there's shade against like any of those dudes for not wanting to continue moving forward either. No, 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 no. Like we all have jobs to do, right? And because your manager, your manager gets swapped out, like that sucks, but yeah. sometimes Everyone's you got to go back a, to a work. Walk out. <laughs> you know, but there's all, there are people that are just like, man, like, no, this is a line for me. And Dave Bautista said, dude, my character, everyone fell in love with Drax in Guardians 2. Everyone oh, yeah. fell in love with he Drax. Was, and you and I praised, Drax 100%. was great in was was great in the first one. He was you, good in in Guardians one. Yeah. He was great in Guardians yeah. two. And and you know, reasonable. So you can go back if you're new listeners. Go back and listen to our our Guardians volume two recap. Um, we yeah. were we were a little rough. We, yeah, we've, we hypercritical. I think up. of that movie. We, we've softened up a little bit, but uh, in our rundown of that, we continuously praised the portrayal of Drax in that movie. Yeah. I think we we I think we did we we criticized some of the some of the over the top jokes for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, as I rewatch that movie, those are welcome now. Honestly, like it's a welcome change of pace. It's a glass of water. It's you know it well, was kind of like we're, you're watching it post Infinity War, which is like yeah, sure. Maybe that might be true as well. But <laughs> at the same time, like I, I'm, my view on a lot of these movies have definitely uh, gone from like you know the deep thought criticism to going, you know what, dude, like this was a lot of fun. Like, I'm so happy that this was able to be done. You know, there was a, still a lot of like moments like dog ear moments of that movie, like the, the David Hasselhoff thing. And then the Pac-Man thing. Yeah. Like those two things. You're, you're I'm still convince me that those I'm still kind of like, mm, you could have been, you could have done better. Like it was fun. It was, it was what it was, but you could have done better. And the dance off at the end of the movie and guardians one could have done better. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> could have yeah. done better. Yeah. Um, but so but, but when Batista says he's not yeah. going to come back, I, I believe him. Oh yeah. And so that, that definitely, if he's holding to that, okay, yep. because we know he's going to be uh, in, in Endgame, uh, uh, imagine, because I mean, his name is in the credits, you know, when you go to IMDb, Dave Batista's oh, yeah. name is, is listed there. So um, he's And principal to, photography is done. <laughs> that movie is done. Yeah. There's no reshoots that could edit we're like out. A, we're like a month away. Or permakill yeah. Dave Bautista's character. Like, there's no, no way you could permakill Drax at this point. No. To make it make sense for Guardians 3. <laughs> there's nothing you could do. So basically, you know, <laughs> is Disney going to say, okay, you know, Drax will, you know, come back in, in Endgame, but then do we recast him? Is he, do we alter the Endgame storyline to where he doesn't? come back for guardians three you know that that's what they were trying to think about for these yes. last few months and because you know here's the thing with the guardians okay um avengers you can kind of plug and play and and we'll get in this when we get to the end game trailer here that it is starting to look like or at least get the feel that captain marvel is going to be the front and center oh, yeah. for whatever the next uh phase of avengers either her 100%. Yeah. or or t'challa uh, if it's going to follow the books, it's going to be T'Challa. If they're going to kind of hybrid it, I can see Captain Marvel being um, maybe not the like T'Challa maybe being the leader, but like Captain Marvel being the new Steve Rogers, like the heart and soul. Yeah, you're going to see right? you're going to see the same relationship between Iron Man and Captain America, as you will with T'Challa and Captain Marvel. Yeah. And, and like that's, um, that's that in yeah. Carol Danvers. I honestly she'll, she'll think be, like, yeah, she'll be the heart it. and soul of the Avengers. Yeah. And so, um, but with the guardians and yeah, in, in print, you know, you've been able to kind of, you know, swap people in and out, but you can do a lot of what stuff we, in print. Yeah. But what we have seen 
film wise, man, who would you bring? Who would you recast as Drax? John Cena? <laughs> if you're pulling from wrestlers, maybe. Well, I, I wouldn't. I mean, John Cena's funny. Yeah, sure. He's a funny guy. Yeah, um, they can act like it's not about acting oh, or not. Dude, it's he, just he's he's finding he a can groove. Act. He's finding a groove, but yeah, he's you're going gonna to splash green paint on him and, and you know, cause I mean, he's a big guy, him and he's, he's actually a little bit bigger than Batista. It, yeah. or, or are you going to go with, uh, you know, Jason Momoa? <laughs> There's only a few of these really like recognizable that, hulking fellas that would work that, that are, that would work. Yeah. Triple as, H. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as know? Drax, right? Like Drax yeah. works because Dave Bautista is, is a hulk of a dude. He's a big fella. He's, he's, he's massive. Like he's the dude is just fella. a massive dude. He is. So a big you've fella. got like between him hey, and I the rock. Like that's, two? yeah. <laughs> are you going to cast the rock? No, thanks. Yeah. Um, no, and I will say this, dude, the ladies like Dave Batista. There is something yeah. about that guy that I don't know if it's just the piercings and the tats. The guy oozes confidence like there is like he can wear whatever he wants and doesn't care. Yeah. Like, dude, he's I dude, there's he's been to like like uh interviews where he's wearing like a sports jacket and no shirt on underneath. Oh, and he yeah. doesn't yeah. He's like, I'm Dave Batista. How's and like going? women are immediately pregnant. It's like Jason Momoa, <laughs> you know? So yeah. For the love so, of God, please don't let them in the same room. Oh my gosh. <laughs> men will walk out pregnant. <laughs> men. Yeah. I'll get pregnant. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I think, I think they were in a rock and a hard place and, you know, bring this guy back to, to finish the guardian story because the guardian story is not going to end with yeah. Endgame, right? Uh, it's it's going to end with Guardians Volume Three. So yeah, we need to move on to other things. So this is a good this is a good move. Um, I'm excited. I'm happy for it. Yeah, and, and I'm happy that he's going to finish out uh, Suicide Squad Two. Yes, uh, that he's not just going to bail on that. And and I don't think this is something that uh, he's going to phone in. Uh, let's get great, this man. done so I can get back to you know Disney and, and well, I think DC will have a, a solid you know obviously a tried and true director of a Marvel Marvel movies. I think having one in their camp might be a nice continued tone shift and a nice move forward. I mean, like we've talked about man, we're going to, how many times are we going to say this stuff? Right. Wonder woman figured out where to point the ship. Aquaman started turning and actually made it down the ship. And I think with Shazam, like we're going to see the final, like just move through and boom, like we are going to be in the right space after Shazam. And hopefully man, Hopefully. You know, Flashpoint, I'm still praying for Flashpoint, um, you know, oh, yeah. to happen. It's, yeah, it's then, a good then, way to get rid of, honestly, it's a good way to step away from Batman and Superman at the moment. And it's a good way to kind of replace those characters with other people that we can buy into and, and, and enjoy. I agree. A hundred percent. Yeah. So in speaking of uh, Flashpoint, uh, Ezra Miller uh, yesterday, um, it, it was reported that is taking on the writing duties that it's still like undecided from Warner brothers. Yeah. If this is going to go forward or not, I think based upon what we have seen and you know, again, it hinges on, it's going to hinge on Shazam. Yeah. And 
Here, here's my take on this. Okay, you you guys all know that that I have enjoyed the DCE movies, and and I really, really don't try to compare MCU and DCEU because I think at times that's that's very unfair. However, yeah. it is difficult not to at times because oh, one sure. one one did it very right, one did it very rushed, and at times felt very right, and at times felt very very rushed. I I still I still think and I still believe that when you take what we have already seen and you know you you, you put them in their chronological order from Man of Steel to Aquaman I for the most part I I like what I have Yeah if if they really if if DC is wanting to continue this connected universe then you have to you have to fix it with a flashpoint esque type of storytelling. And whether they're going to do that or not, because now you've got Patty Jenkins talking about, well, you know, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four isn't really a sequel. Like, well, Patty, I don't know what it would be. <laughs> yeah, what is what what would you consider that? <laughs> You know, and then, you know, and hey, we love Patty on this show. And when she goes, well, it, it's a sequel in the sense that, you know, what Winter Soldier was. I'm like, yeah, and Winter Soldier was a sequel. Was a, was a sequel. Yeah. And can I say one of the best MCU oh, yeah. sequels? Absolutely one of the best. One of the best movies uh, in terms of like espionage, spy film. Like, dude, one Team of the Cap. best. Team Cap. So good. Dude. Steve in that elevator with those guys. He just looks around and he goes, so are we going to do this? I just love it. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Let's do this. Let's go. Going to miss Chris Evans, man. Going to miss him. Yeah, he's been a great, he's been, he is the Captain America we all He is Captain America, man. Maybe we didn't deserve him, but he has been through and (laughs) through. (laughs) Like even, even stuff like on his personal side of things, like him and all those guys are so good. All Mm -hmm. those guys have been, you know, with, especially with charity events and, the hospital visits, you know, every every comic book, you know, every single one of them, I think, has not turned shy from going to those things and, you know, giving props to the what I, you know, what I will call the OGs from this point forward is Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. Both just absolutely adoring the fans that have supported them through all of this. And in so many examples, even in the current, like we talked about with Idris Elba, we talked about with Jeremy Renner. We talked about with, uh, who, who else? Anyway, well, yeah, just poo pooing it. Just, just going, I don't want to be associated with all of this stuff. You know, the, the mere fact that, um, that they have been absolutely, even, you know, Chris Helmsworth is even, if you absolutely wonderful oh, about dude. it, dude. Uh, you know, hey, Chris Hemsworth it is is a good actor, and this guy, by the way, is a funny guy. If you if yeah. you haven't seen, I'm gonna throw this out, guys. If you haven't seen, I don't know if it, I don't know if I would necessarily call it a remake of Vacation with Ed Helms, Andy from the oh, Office. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Hemsworth is in that, only for about man maybe 10 minutes of screen time and he is hilarious yeah he was even in the uh the ghostbusters remake Un- 
Yeah. Which you know it is what it is, but at the same time, like he his role he, in that yeah, he was, was funny, yeah, still just as funny. Um, he was great in um at the uh, bad bad time at the uh, Royale. Um, <laughs> Cabin in the Woods came out right after yeah. Avengers, and that was absolutely wonderful. Uh, he's got great comedic comedic timing, uh, but he had kind of struggled until he had been cast as Thor, and he made that character his own. Oh yeah. So yeah, you know, it, it's what these guys have, have done. And, and here's where, you know, when you, when you talk about like the Idris Elba's and, uh, you know, Jeremy Renner, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of some others who've just kind of like, oh. those are the two. Oh, uh, Natalie Portman. Na- yeah. Natalie Portman, you know, just been like, oh, you know, oh, it's so difficult to, to, to be in these, uh, films. And, but, and I think this is a good transition to Captain Marvel. You take someone like Brie Larson, okay? Yep. Who, uh, you know, she 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 did like some uh, you know TV work when she was younger. She actually was uh, had a couple albums. Yes, you can find some Brie Larson music videos. And by the way, if you go to the Alamo Draft House to watch it, you get to see some Brie Larson music videos before Captain Marvel shows. So that was pretty cool. I don't know if your Alamo did it, but ours. My didn't. Alamo didn't show them. What? Leak I don't know if sauce, I don't dude. know if we were. They even did the history we, of Captain Marvel between that DC I saw. and Marvel. Okay, you did see that. Uh, that okay. I saw. Okay. So it may have been in the earlier pre-roll that I didn't. I didn't see. Oh. Lauren and I have arrived at the theater probably five to five minutes before showtime. Like we were pretty on time for that movie, so we didn't. You needed spend, to be there sooner. Yeah, I know. Whatever, it's fine. No, it's she's not nine fine. months pregnant. No, she's no, like it, eight months pregnant. So uh, I am so <laughs> tired of that excuse. <laughs> <laughs> it is worn out with me tell, at this point. Tell me about it, <laughs> brother. No, so I'm over, you, I'm over here living with her. <laughs> so you've got, you know, uh, you know, Brie, um, you know, who, yeah. she she had some smaller parts in movies, and then, uh, you know, she was in uh, Trainwreck with um, uh, Amy Schumer, which is a funny movie. Bill Hader's in that as well too, and <clears throat> uh, she does this movie called Room. And um, I, I have hyped that movie on this show. If you guys haven't seen it, you need to see it. It's excellent. And then she also did Kong Skull Island, which is a heck of a lot of fun. I love those movies. Dude, I've watched that movie multiple times. It's so it's I so cannot good. wait for King of Monsters. Uh, dude, dude, yeah, I'm a, so excited. I'm a Godzilla just dork. Anyway, so... And she's an Oscar winner. She, she's got a gold statue uh, for her performance uh, in Room. And rightfully so. That movie is equally heartbreaking and uh, celebratory at the same time. And her performance is so excellent. Yeah. When she was, uh, when she auditioned for Captain Marvel and, and Carol Danvers, and she was given the role, yeah. she said, paraphrasing it, that she felt this is where her career has taken her. Yeah. And okay, Mr. Elba, Mr. Renner. Now I know Mrs. Portman, you've got a couple gold statues. This is an Oscar winner who's very young. I think she's what, 25, 26? Probably the, one of the youngest people on the set. Her and probably uh, Karen Gillan. Yeah, um, her, her and Karen Gillan, yeah. 
to, you know, with gray beard uh, Downey, you know, running around darn near, you know, in his 50s. Yeah. And she's a lot closer to 60. Yeah, right. And and she is saying, this is where my career has brought me. And that's what I love Um, is that, you know, for, you know, working guys like you and I. We hear someone who complains about being in superhero movies and what a burden. And we're like, man, you know, that doesn't sound like too bad of a gig to me. Okay. You know, to play an iconic character and yeah. to have, it's, it's kind of like the Harrison Ford thing. It's like, you know, quit being such a, a, a poop about being Han Solo. It's time to stop being a poopy. Okay. Yeah, man. Don't, don't be a poopy. And it, and it really took him until he was like in his 70s to stop being a poopy about Han Solo. And finally just saying, okay, you know what? Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I was Han Solo. Yeah. And fans love me. Yeah. Uh, and they love this character. And it is actually pretty cool. It's too bad that it took him this long. But, hey, better late than never. And I, as, as we start talking about Captain Marvel, and again, we're going we're gonna to do some spoilers here. I, that's, that's what I found very refreshing about someone like Bree, who's like, you know what? This is, this is important. And we're not talking about because it's a female character. It's female led. She's thinking it's important because these are characters, not just one character, characters. Take your pick. All of these characters that have been presented to us in the MCU, name one that isn't complex in some fashion. Oh, yeah. Name one that's shallow. And we're not talking about some of the crappy villains like Malekith and stuff like that, but like major characters that isn't shallow. Even Rocket, not shallow, right? Groot, not shallow. So that's very cool. So Captain Marvel, it's been in, yeah, a week. I thought a week ago yeah. today. Yeah, a week ago, yeah. What'd you think? Dude, I, man, I, uh, we, we chatted a little bit about it on, what, I think the day after or so. Yeah, or a couple uh, days after. I, yeah, I, I saw it on after. a Saturday. You saw it on a Sunday, I think. Sunday, yeah, like Sunday afternoon last week. I I was head over heels. I I absolutely had such a good time. Um, I had a blast watching that movie. Absolute blast watching this movie. Um, you know, I'm I told I told you this before, John, but I I'm gonna tell everybody else. I, I'm gonna definitely have some rose colored glasses on uh, watching this movie. Um, you know, for all of the the messaging and stuff like that, and the 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 woman strength, female strength messaging that that was absolutely just you know couldn't be more apparent it's, in the movie. It's girl power, girl power all the way, like Wonder Woman was, you know, Spice Girl. Um, <laughs> it's girl power, Spice World. It's like Spice World just with superheroes. Yeah, Spice World was funny. <laughs> That's all it is. I'm not afraid to admit but, it. I thought Spice World was pretty damn funny. <laughs> But yeah, man, like watching, watching the, uh, just watching the history of her, watching her, you know, obviously all the clips that they played as a kid, her, the tough time her dad gave her, you know, um, you know, watching, uh, you know, her walk through the military, you know, as she got trained, you know, all of the backstory stuff. And then of course the, the amnesia thing happens, right. And, um, happens for a very particular reason. And then we get, we get loaded with that later in the movie that her mentor, the person that she always looked at 
was actually uh, a Cree and uh, was a Cree scientist that had come to Earth. Marvell and Mar- yeah, Miss Marvell, uh, who had come to Earth and and was working in the same facility that was started by that we find out that you know through some not through some uh it, it wasn't handed to us we had to, I had actually to look the, some of this stuff up but Howard Stark had started this you know uh these companies and and was involved in this yeah in they this could company. have they could have let us know a little bit yeah way. they could have connected that dot I wish they would have it would have been a lot nicer um which explains the tesseract and stuff like that and why they had the tesseract um. But watching uh, the messaging that I that I got during the movie, um, of course, like I said, you know, I'm Lauren's pregnant with a girl, um, and so there's been a lot of you know that kind of stuff around the house where it's just been like, man, what the thoughts run through my head now? It's like, what do I want my daughter to know? What do I want her to embody as she grows up? Like, what do I, what would I wish for her more than anything else? Uh, and of course that's independence and strength. Like that's, that's what I want from her. And this movie showed me those two things in, in very big ways. It, the biggest thing to me, the, a couple of big things. Um, one of the things that I really enjoyed, really enjoyed about the movie is that there was no love interest. Absolutely no love interest in this movie. Um, she had a, a relationship with, uh, with, um, God, I'm losing names, man. I'm so bad. Allison. <laughs> Allison? Mm-hmm. Now, Jude Law's character? Oh. I thought you meant her friend from Earth. No. But there was, there was, none of, there was no, no forced love interest in this movie. There, was none of, there, was, no, there wasn't was, that at all. He was simply a, uh, a mentor. He was a commander. He was a, yeah, a mentor, commander, commander, mentor, yeah. um, sparring partner. But yeah, basically, yeah. he was a mentor. And yeah, yeah and, and, and that's he, all it was. Yeah, and there, there was no... Um, like tension there was none of this like no 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 there was nothing no. like that it was it was great so not seeing any they of were that, soldiers together they were essentially yeah, soldiers soldiers um which was really great obviously the few ending sequences where she you know fights essentially fights against uh what the the central intelligence and she there's a there's a chip that's on her that tells her you know it's like well it's keeping everything under control you know and you can't control it so we put this chip on you because you know you're not strong enough to control you know what's going on so we have to we have to help you and it's for for your own good you know to to keep you muted and to keep everything down and it's for your own good you'll be all right um her conversation with the central intelligence which was uh to me just uh you know what we go through as as people to to fight that inner voice that always tells us that we might not be good enough that we're not strong enough that you know it's the internal uh internal uh voice that tells you that and that that you have to overcome and say no, you know it's like no, that's that's wrong. I I know I know what I can do. I know what I'm made of. Um, and of course, at the end where she fights Marvel, or not Marvel, she fights um, golly, I did it again. Jude Law. What's his name? I'm gonna look it up because I can't remember either. Jude, <laughs> Jude, by, by the way, Jude Law was uh, so good. Uh, he's looking a little old. Oh yeah, of course he is. <laughs> I mean, I, I know I'm no fresh-faced youngster, but uh, yeah, he's 46. Yeah, I am a year younger. I'm looking it up right now. They aged him, I think. Though he doesn't, he doesn't look like 46. Jan Rog. All right, Jan Rog. Jan Rog, and the her, her, her final battle with him. 
Dude, I had which, Yon Rog the other night. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of spicy. <laughs> well, spicy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd get it. I can't. Again. I can never get it fresh out here. No, I know, dude. It's tough. It's tough. I don't know if I'd get it again. <laughs> some Yon Rog. <laughs> you could do that with the bronchar. Get some bronchar with it along oh, you know, that the side like. of bronchar. I like bronchar. <laughs> that is really good. <laughs> Yon rog. Uh but yeah, or but sounds of like course a, her, sounds like a her, bad like European metal. Like Yon Rog! <laughs> Yon Rog. Some just really good like power metal band. Yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> But yeah, but her but her final battle with him, of course, like his like you know, he knows he's beat uh, by her, so he tries to tell her how to fight. You know, well, you got you can't fight me with all of your fireworks. You got to fight me hand to hand. You can't. You're not. You're not allowed to use that. You're not allowed to. You you know use what you have. You you have to fight me on my terms. And uh, she tells him to stuff it. it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and says you don't. You can't tell me what to do. You're not here to tell me what to do. Yeah. Um. There was a lot, of course, a lot of those moments. I loved, I loved every one of those moments. I thought, uh, you know, I had so much. I just had a lot of fun, man. I thought it was great. She's blasting through those ships, ripping through them like tissue paper, and um, I think it showed a lot of her, a lot of her power um, that was on display. And uh, I, I'm kind of, you know, obviously then excited to see her and Thor go uh go toe to toe with Thanos. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, that should be interesting. Should be interesting. That's like that's my 30,000 foot view, man. Like that's kind of where I was at during the movies and really enjoyed the, you know, the final the final scene with with her showing up to uh to see everybody and of course Thor like pulls his hammer in a moment of trying to see like what this, you know, what are you made of? Uh Oh, that's in moment. the trailer. That wasn't in the uh, Oh, that's in the that's, that's in, in oh, the trailer. That, yeah, that's not in the end credits. That wasn't the first end credit scene. No, no. the end The end credit scene is uh, they've got Fury's pager that uh, she jerry rigged. And oh, it keeps, that's it. Keeps blinking right. off and on. It keeps running out of power. And they're in uh, sounds banners found. Oh, and she just shows up. She's just well. There. Yeah, the pager keeps running out of power. And and banners they hook it back up. Yeah, right. banners found a way to keep feeding it power, but it's. They juice it, it, it takes up all the power, and then it stops, and they got to find a way to, um, which is interesting because yeah. I kind of deduce from that, and we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit here, um, I kind of deduce from that little end credit scene that, that it's what officially has been now called the decimation, not the snap, but the decimation. Right, of, yeah. Uh, has, it sounds like it's really legitimately decimated things, like things just aren't working anymore. Yeah, uh, because the like Banner's talking about he's struggling to find power, like to keep things going. When yeah. you see, um, and then we're jumping to the Endgame trailer because I, I want to get to my to my Marvel Captain Marvel stuff. So I'm I'm going to stop talking here uh, about uh, Endgame. Yeah, you know, um, I, you and I have a very different perspective on 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 Captain Marvel. Um, I I want to start off by saying I enjoyed it and I liked it. Um, I really did. There, there's really. <clears throat> only like a select few MCU movies that I go, mm, not really all that good. Um, and if you've been listening to the show, it's, you can say, well, here he goes. Iron Man three. Yep. And, uh, Thor two, uh, come to mind like really quick of like, yeah, 
they're in the collection. They're there. Um, I don't visit them very often at all. Just for the simple fact, other than Homecoming, um, those two movies, because Homecoming references uh, Dark Elf technology that was left behind because that's what the Vulture's using. Other than that, pretty much even the events of Iron Man 3 have been completely retconned and just don't, if not even retconned, we don't even talk about it anymore. Yeah. That's how stupid it was. So um, I definitely don't have that. There was a couple things with Captain Marvel that... um, I will have to say, and I'm going to be seeing it again uh, this week. Uh, my little man and I, we went and saw it together. Guys, guys went out to go watch the woman superhero movie. Um, but Joanna and I are going to go see it together because we got a couple days uh, this week that it's just going to be kind of date days for her and I. Um, so we're yeah. gonna, so I'm definitely going to go see it again, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, but there, I, I would, I found myself very detached from carol danvers and again i liked the movie i had fun i didn't feel a real attachment to her there's several things that i liked about her presentation uh i love the confidence i love the way she walked now this i know that sounds pretty sexist like well (laughs) she walked with like this very determined way <laughs> and it wasn't like this sexy slinking like Catwoman way you know you understand what i'm saying oh yeah she walked with I, like I, this I understand she walked with like this purpose that was just like she almost kind of stomped like i'm gonna go get the job done and she's I've, got stuff to do yes and that's and, the way that's though she had it was you. purpose driven and i i got stuff that. to do yes and that's what i'm gonna go do i liked I'm, that because you know they, they've got her let, let's be honest okay Female superheroes and supervillains, their their getups are going to be a little bit tighter than their male counterparts. Such is the nature of comics. Okay. Like, just even Wonder Woman, right? Like, that is a natural costume for her, but let's be real. Like... Exactly. Gal Gadot's legs were on display and during I, Wonder Woman. I was not voicing a, 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 a dissent. Now, I will say Zack Snyder spent a little too much time on her arse in Justice League than what he should oh, yeah. have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, we don't need arse shots we every get 30 it. seconds, okay? That's what we're here not to do is like, try, like we want her to be like an awesome, powerful yes, badass. and she's beautiful. We don't want to sit there and, okay, yeah, just But we don't want to Google her yeah. for three hours. Um, so <laughs> despite, you know... Uh, Carol Danvers wearing a very tight Cree outfit. It could have been very easy. And, and we talked about this with Black Widow. I felt like it well was on. Too. I don't want to interrupt you. I'm sorry. I felt like it was on par with other. Yes. Co- like the other co- the characters. It, it, it the costumes. Been, exactly. It would have been very easy for to direct and say, OK, Brie, give us just a little bit of a little bit of tail wag when you walk. OK, I don't want you know what I'm saying. Oh, but yeah. That, but that wasn't. That's not who this character is. Yep. And it was very much in line. She's not Black Widow. Well, even, and you and I talked about this offline. Yeah. That the way Natasha is presented in Iron Man 2, very oversexed, very vamp, very sexy. Now, I know you and I have very different opinions on the gorgeous creation that is Scarlett Johansson. She's a good actress. I will 
if I could she's a very good into actress. this iPad Pro. <laughs> she's a very good actress. And smack that red beard of yours, I'd do she's it. She's a great actress. That's all. She is a great actress. That's what I have she's to say. Beautiful she's a great actress. But between her appearance and the way that she was directed in right, Iron yeah. Man 2, very different than how we again see her in her second appearance in Avengers. And it was in Avengers that it was now the, the Natasha character does rely upon her sex appeal and things like that. But well, not when to we the first po- see her, like that's where she's, yeah, that's where she's yeah, but at. But not to the point where she's just vamping it all the time. And that's right. kind of yeah. what she was doing in Iron Man too. Agree. Yeah. When you get to, and, and it wasn't necessary. We didn't need that. Nope. We didn't need it. When you get to Carol and the way that she's presented in this movie is very much in line with how she's being presented right now. In Avengers, in print, which, by the way, everyone should be reading because the Avengers reboot is freaking fantastic. Very, very well done. And she's an official member of of this uh, iteration of of Avengers in print. So I I like the way that she's presented. She's got a purpose. She walks with a purpose. She's sure of herself. Um and, and, and there we go. I, I, I like that. Where I Let's, felt... Before, I just want to jump in right there, yeah. only because I can almost hear this echoing my head. She walks with the purpose. She walks with drive. She walks with everything else, just like every other male character has ever done, ever. Uh, yeah, I guess I really wasn't you know, thinking it in, in that but it's but that's, but that's where it is. I mean, you've got like Tony Stark. You've got you know, Steve Rogers and how they present themselves and how they, you know, I've got something to do. I've got stuff to do. I've got these things to do. Yeah. I would say um, that probably the best comparison would be uh, Steve Rogers because they're, they're, they're soldiers. Yeah. And, and that's why I think we're going to see that they're going to get along famously because they oh, yeah, understand, sure. they understand the nature of sacrifice. Right. Um, and it'd be interesting if she does interact with, with Tony, um, <laughs> how that's going to go. So, um, in terms of how I felt a connection to uh, Carol, um, I, I at times I really didn't, and I think it, it it's not fair, but you sometimes have to make the comparison. In that you know we've had two really great female led superhero movies: Wonder Woman in 2017, Captain Marvel now in 2019. Now I'm not going to start comparing these two movies because that's not fair to compare them. Right. But I think what we can take, or at least what I can take a little bit is, uh, and this has nothing to do with me being a DC fanboy, is that Diana, I was able to identify and, and cling to her a little bit more because of the inspiration that she gave to those around her the love they had for her and the love that she had for them. Now I know we're telling two very different stories. That's why we can't, that's why that comparison will only get me so much traction. I understand that. I guess ultimately what I see uh, with where they're going to take Carol. um, Right. Is when it was all said and done, uh, I had fun in the movie. And I'm going to get into some of my knocks on it here. And it, and it doesn't have anything to do with the Captain Marvel character. I feel that ultimately, Ryan, this is just my opinion, can disagree with it. This was a bridge for two Avengers movies. That's all this was. And we're really going to see who Carol Danvers is in the second Captain Marvel movie. And I look forward to it. 
I yeah. really do. This I don't, was a, I don't think I'm not thinking you're wrong or I don't, I'm not really disagreeing with you. This was like, a bridge in that movie. stance. This is I, a bridge I, I, movie. I'm really not disagreeing with you. Yeah, I'm really the, not. The, the, like we, it's, we it, have to introduce the yeah. character. Yeah. Who is going to quote unquote, even the odds right. against Thanos. And this is how we're going to do it. Okay, cool. Okay. Now here's where I had some issues. Um, yeah, and again, I don't disagree with that at all. Okay, I really don't. I uh, liked uh, as fun as I had, and the stuff mm-hmm. that I did like, and the stuff that I got out of it. Like I'm all on, you know, I'm 100 percent on board with Cap Marvel. Like I really oh, am. Oh yeah, no. It, However, it, no, I, I understand. Like most of this movie was probably a little bit spoon through. Oh, because yeah. we everybody knows why she's here. Like we all understand yes. that. That is that has not been a secret at all. We knew that the only reason why Captain Marvel was showing up in this time frame. <laughs> in between in right in between both movies was because she's she's going to be yep. she's going to be taking care of Thanos Thanos well I don't Thanos, know if she's going to be sorry. taking care of him on her own but like I said she's no, gonna even the odds but she's there to you know that's what she's there to do so my some of the criticisms <laughs> I had of the movie um and and you know you were able to the biggest one for me coming out of it was like uh the last time or you know when Howard went and got the Tesseract at the end of First Avengers, right, of Avenger, yeah. we know the Starks like to share about as much as a uh, um, uh, an only child likes to, which you and I are both. <laughs> but sharing does not always come easy for no. an only child. <laughs> right, so yeah. there was that. Okay, how in the you know heck did Pegasus that uh, now something we have never seen in film. Right. All of a sudden have Tesseract superpower, you know, stuff. Now, uh, the, the jet that's in Captain Marvel clearly uh, is a Quinjet prototype. You can deduct that just by looking at it because it can go both in space and in Earth's atmosphere. It's a Quinjet prototype. Right. That's what the Quinjets were built on. But we also know that, especially in Winter Soldier, uh, Fury mentioned several times that predominantly all of shield technology runs off of or shield weaponry runs off of Stark technology. Um, and then of course we find out in Avengers that it also runs off of Hydra right. <laughs> power yeah. stuff as well too, uh, which I'm sure, you know, Stark probably borrowed just a touch from, uh, but it was all based on the Tesseract. All of that was based on the Tesseract Hydra weaponry built off the Tesseract. Stark technology built off the Tesseract. Okay. The, uh, Tony's armor, the arc reactor built off the Tesseract. That's why Loki element, the element that Tony created was actually Tesseract, the Tesseract element. Yes. Now he didn't actually have the Tesseract. Howard had found a way to, uh, either synthesize it or replicate it, build it, create it. Uh, Loki's staff had no power right on it. Thor charges the armor. So what is that? So I kind of walked away from that from Captain Marvel going, okay, the Starks, we know they don't like to share because Tony was not even going to tell Obadiah Stane what the arc reactor ran off of. Obadiah wanted to know. And he's like, sorry, not going to tell you. Right. So father and son, they're the only one. Now, Tony may have not have known what the quote unquote Tesseract was. Okay, but all he knew is that his dad had something that was very powerful and we don't share it with anybody. Okay, yeah. So now all of a sudden we go full Wakanda on this thing. Yeah, we're going to (laughs) Wakanda the hell out of this thing. (laughs) And uh, and Tony didn't even know about Wakanda. So uh, 
now we we find the Tesseract is in this Pegasus place and Marvell is using it. Well, it was afterwards when Ryan and I were talking. It's like, well, Howard started. We know he was a founding member of Shield. He was also a founding member of Pegasus. So there you go. You kind of got some inner inner so here's quote the quote breeding. So kind of give us the official. Yeah. This is where I feel Captain Marvel failed because this was never addressed in the movie. Right. Yeah. I mean, not failed as a whole, but failed. No, no, to no. But no, the, this, right? that bridge was definitely yeah. here's here's the I'll give you guys the because um, I actually I've been looking for the keys at this point as well. And by the way, I wasn't the only one who was thinking this because my son mentioned it after he's like, how'd they get the Tesseract? I'm like, excellent question, my friend. And right. a lot of people were asking this question as well, too. Uh, after yeah. this movie, you can find uh, you can actually find Project Pegasus a few times in the MCU. Um, now, in terms of how much it's mentioned and what it's talked about, it's not you're taking right. front stage. Center it stage. never takes front stage. No. The when in Iron Man two, we're speaking of Iron Man two and how Tony was able to use all of his father's notes to create the new element which in fact is Tesseract. Essentially it's the test. It's Tesseract power. By the um, way, can we, can we just throw, what was that website I gave you that said Iron Man two is the worst MCU movie? It was, oh my gosh, it was like business, business insider, business insider. Look this up guys. They ranked oh, man. the MCU I, I, movies. I don't want to say it's business insider because I, I don't know, but it felt like it was something way off from like, our. they put our Iron Man two as the worst MCU movie. They could not be more wrong. They could not could, be more wrong. You and I will defend Iron Man two. Like we defended the last Jedi. Iron yeah. Man 2 is a brilliant sequel, and I love Fantastic. Iron Man 2. I love Iron Man 2. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Project Don Pegasus. Cheadle walking through the door yes. was one of, is by far, like, just the, from the start of that movie, yes. with Mickey Rourke, yes. to, to Don Cheadle walking in the to door. To Sam Rockwell, yes. To every, Sam Rockwell, yes. yes. To the introduction of Scarlett Johansson, to... The introduction got, of the senator who uh, is a Hydra agent. I mean, it's... Yeah, with, um, yeah. Pivotal. Doom, 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 pivotal. doom, doom. Iron hit, Man hit, 2, hit, you hit, don't, hit, 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 I, will, hit. I will say, Ryan, you don't get Infinity War without Iron Man 2. You just don't. You don't get nope. it. Nope. It doesn't happen. Nope. Okay, it's hit ahead. after hit with Iron Man yeah. 2. Dash mm. gummit, I'm getting upset. I know, right? I don't want to be. And when War Machine and Iron Man go back to back, oh my gosh. How, clank, clank. How are you not standing clank, clank. and applauding? Yep. Like, how do you not? Yep. You know, maybe you should lead with that next time. Next but, time, know. baby. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, those, Terrence. D- dude, when but, those helmets just clank, clank. Oh, clunk, clunk. Oh, oh, dude, that's uh, of I get all the things that I absolutely it, miss. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I love those movies. And no, I have, I just have a love affair with Iron Man. Dude, that, but, dude, that War Machine, Iron Man back to back fight scene is. And when, but they both show up in Civil War and they oh. both hit the ground, doom, doom. Like, dude, yeah, come boom, on. How are yeah, you just, just not heavy just, armor oh, just yes, hitting the ground? Yes. Yep. Oh, and by the way, I know we're hitting the yeah. end game trailer again. There's a quick scene of Rocket on War Machine's shoulder. And he cocks his gun. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Rocket riding mm-hmm, War Machine. Mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's so excited awesome, for Endgame, dude. dude. It's going to be so good. <laughs> so All right, good. So, yeah. So, Project right. Pegasus Anyhow, let me, let me get there. Let me get there. Too. Iron Man 2, when Tony, uh, you know, when Tony goes underneath house arrest, uh, Nick Fury says, you know, he's here to watch you. Mm-hmm. Colson, uh, you know, Agent Coulson's Coulson, there Coulson's you. there to watch you. And if you do anything, he'll, he'll oh, tase you the way, into your love the agent Coulson cameo and captain Marvel too, by the way. Oh, Clark awesome. Gregg was, yeah. is just absolutely wonderful. Absolutely great. You know, just the, I hope he can becomes a good agent. Like, oh man, yep. like, oh dude, oh, spoiler, heart. spoiler, agent Coulson's in captain Marvel. My heart. My heart. It's so good. Yeah. 
Um, but yes, inside of Iron Man 2, there's actually uh, two sequence, or there's one big sequence. One, he's going through, as he's flipping through the notebook, there's actually a drawing of the Tesseract and some explanation on yep, that Tesseract, yep. if you pause it. And if you're quick enough to pause it, when he's opening up the crates, okay. they are labeled Project Pegasus. Okay, okay. And right, yeah, the, uh, there is a scene in uh, the Avengers um it says joint doc, joint it's a sign it's signage joint dark energy western division project pegasus nasa space radiation facility shield accelerator accelerator test i believe that might be in the beginning of that movie when they're at the shield uh base with the tesseract okay. uh, there's signage in that building that actually does say project pegasus so in all of the defense that Project Pegasus is, of course, part of the MCU and all the criticism that, hey, dudes, you could have done a much better job of making sure that was lined up for your audience, though. Um, because, I mean, you know, when you, when it is, you, Iron it Man is 2 was a long time there. ago. Avengers it was 2011, was a long man. time ago, man. Yeah. yeah, 2011, 2012, dude. Like, how much stuff I've forgotten? Jeez, you know, right. much less a couple of a couple of flashes of scene. Dude, just to know. let you know, I just rewatched Game of Thrones, okay, to get ready yeah, yeah. for the final season that's only seven oh, yeah. seasons there was so much that i had forgotten we're taking yeah. 20 movies yeah, worth dude. of stuff a lot has happened yeah. since iron man 2 so and iron and again how good is iron man 2 oh right? dude i yeah don't argue with me on just iron man 2 every, iron man 2 oh, is just awesome. the battle in the house yeah like the, the birthday fight scene and it's the only like, time we him, get to see him in the donut Tony. him in the donut i know. After, i mean just that's that's eating shot. it to, yeah Eating just. Yeah, hey, I'm sorry. And it's the only time we got to see Alcoholic Tony. I'm sorry. That's. Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely wasted they, Alcoholic Tony. Before they wrote him out. Uh, yeah. That's, so. Yeah. I, it's a yeah, shame. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we understand the reason why they had to. So. Yeah. I, I would like to have seen that because, again, you know, we know that that Howard and Agent Carter started S.H.I.E.L.D. We know that Agent oh, Coulson's flying yeah. car is built off the same technology that was showcased at the Expo in the and first in the Captain Thor credit America. Scene. It actually yeah. is Parker's Pegasus is in there. Oh, too. okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other, th- the other issue that I that I had a little bit with was um, including Ronan uh, in this movie. Um, I, I kind of I, I understand that, um, you know, it, it brings a little bit more of a of a larger galactic feel uh, to the to the accusers. Yeah, um, I I didn't feel that Ronan needed to be in there at all, at all. It, it it's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, basing a, a standalone movie off of Han Solo. I mean, do we really need that? I mean, it it didn't ruin the movie, but it's like we already know that Ronan's a a, a bit of a b hole. I mean, we don't. Yeah. We just needed to see him before he had you know black war paint all over his face. I mean, um, and and he has a really ridiculous line, very ridiculous line. <clears throat> you know, because they, they, they're told that, you know, scrolls have infiltrated Earth. The accusers show up. They fire their missiles. Captain Marvel stops it. And then and then he makes a statement. Um, we'll be back. And one of his crew members say for the planet. And he says, no, for the woman. And they jump to light speed and they leave. Well, spoiler alert, Ronan, you don't get to interact with her again, I guess, because we already know his fate. Uh, one of the stones, or the, or the guardians kill him. Now, they could bring Ronan into Captain Marvel 2, I guess. But here's the challenge that I think we face with that. We know Ronan's demise. 
it doesn't happen at the hands of Captain Marvel. So even if he's going to be the big bad, potentially in Captain Marvel 2, we already know his fate. So I, I, I don't really know why he was in there. It, it, did he say we'll be back for the woman yep. or did we'll be back for the weapon? The woman. I heard, I remember weapon. Uh, well, what was the weapon? Tesseract. So, and then I guess that just puts in another plot hole in there as well, too, because, I mean, was he working with Thanos at this time? I don't know. I don't know. He could have, I mean, yeah, he could either could have been I, I or heard found woman. a way to do it. I heard woman. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought he said weapon. I mean, either, I don't know. Like, either I, I really way, thought he said weapon. Way, dude, I just don't think he belonged in there. I just, uh, you know. It, yeah. And Here's, the other, th- I'll give you, I'll give you my, my little back on that one is, you know, we've had, we, of course, we, you and I kind of tashed this out a little bit, but to me, you and I know the Cree are not great, right? They're, they're, they're consistent villains in, in the universe that is Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, the only interactions that Cree that the that the that audience have had with Cree is Guardians, um, and that's that's Ronan the Accuser, and which is still it, you one know, of the best names too, by the way. Oh, so, oh dude, Ronan yeah. the like, Accuser, such a great name. I, and and speaking of like as we derail all the time, the um that scene in the begin like in the beginning of Guardians, I think it's Guard yeah, it's, it's Guardians when he's got that Nova Corps member. Oh yeah, just and just lines him up and just smashes his head in. With oh, that dude, Ronan, big giant hammer. Other than the dance off, Ronan is one of the MCU's greatest villains, and that's why I oh, feel like he yeah. was denigrated a little bit by having him in Captain Marvel. That's just it's yeah. just my take. Just so my just with, my with opinion. My, oh, for sure. And this is all right, right. This is all bull crap anyway, right? <laughs> so. Yeah, it really doesn't affect my day to day. To be honest, no, yeah, it's all it's all just just floundering words about a movie. Exactly. But yeah, um, my life is not really hinging on this one. God, right? I don't know how I'm going to recover from Ronan. I don't know what I'm going to do at Marvel. But for me, Ronan I tossed, was there. And I turned to, and yeah. I tossed and I turned. For me, though, Ronan was there to uh, create a link between um, alignment, as you know, as we saw. Um, Yon Rog, or the yeah. the dish that we love so much. The um, when it's fresh, tasty. It just, and it's it's got to be fresh, yeah. though. It's got to be fresh. Um, his alignment with Ronan was kind of that storytelling to go. Okay, everybody remembers Ronan as like big bad. We know he's big bad. Like he's he's not good. He's he's very villainous. He's out to destroy. Not afraid of Thanos. Not afraid of Thanos. Right. Nope. He so. Was not. Yeah, he wasn't. Um, but I think for audiences to understand where uh, you know Jude Law's character was coming from, to then say, okay, if his character, I don't know how bad he is. I don't. I don't know if he's really all that bad, right? If villains have become more and more complex as as time has gone on. I think being able to see a visual tie to say, oh, he's in league with Ronan. Oh. He is not good. Okay. And that didn't really play into until like act three anyway. Like we didn't really see until we saw the reveal of who shot Marvell, um, why Marvell was shot, you know, and then we get to see, and then of course we see Ronan through all as we're, we're getting glimpses of Ronan throughout all this. I think until we saw, you know, uh, his uh, Jude law have a conversation with Ronan, I think that's a good piece, an easy 
you know, for us, we understand it, but for audiences, I think it's like a good big jumbo size jigsaw piece to go, okay, guys, like, here you go. Like, it's a, it's the gift of, of ease to understand where, uh, you know, uh, Jude Law's character is coming from and to say, okay, wait a second. Nope. He's not as, he's not as complex or he's not complicated. Like I originally thought he is in league with Ronan. He is a villain. I understand that now. And I think that was an easy way to do it. Could they have done it better? Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, in no doubt. Sure. But it was done in that way. And there you go. And like you said, I'm like, yeah, I agree with you. These, this is a big giant, just plug in piece to go to, uh, in, uh, in game. Yeah. It just, it just seemed, uh, like I said, I, you know, com- coming from a guy who, uh, loves the star Wars prequels. Um, like we know what Anakin's fate is, right. You know, as, as we watch episodes one and, and two, and we build yeah. to that, I, you could turn that argument around on me and say, well, why watch those? Because you know what his fate is. Yeah. A little, little bit different than Ronan, uh, the accuser. Because, I mean, I did have someone ask me. I was like, well, you know, we kind of we had that with you know Vader. It's like, yeah, but I think you know, Anakin's a little bit of a deeper character than Ronan, I'm just saying. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, those are my criticisms. Uh, Going to see it again this week. Um, give you an update. You know, it, it could be like a Guardians thing, you know, where I see it again. I'm like, oh, okay. But I had fun. It's great. Um, and it leads us right to, because I don't have anything else left to add to Captain Marvel. I really don't. Um, yeah. No, I, I thought, like, again, I, you know. Oh, and, I well, to, I'm I sorry. To, Can I add one other thing? Oh, well, go ahead, buddy. I'm sorry. Uh, the cat. Um, the, the budget must have ran out. Uh, special effects on the flurkin. <laughs> um, you know, it was a little rough around the edges. I mean, it, it was not Iron Man trailer bad, but no, it's a little no, rough around the edge. That first Iron Man trailer, you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> man, what 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 could have been? Um, all you know, and you know, we can equate it as well too. It, it, for as yeah. bad as Green Lantern was, yeah, it had great special effects. Oh, Green Lantern beautiful. visually is fun to watch. Yeah. Other than you the watch big, that movie on mute, yeah. You have other a than good the big time. poop monster that shows up at the end, um, <laughs> Green Lantern is a visually striking movie to watch. There's no doubt. Yeah, um, movie on mute's wonderful. Absolutely, dude. It looks great in in high def, dude. Seriously, Green Lantern looks razor sharp. Anyway, um, yeah, I I had a problem with the cat. And the Tesseract, um, but it, it is what it is. I, I'm not going to camp on that. So it leads us to uh, uh, the Endgame trailer, which we we finally got the full two and a half minute trailer. Um, really, nothing is revealed. Um, Wonderfully done. Yeah, and and here's here's my take on the this. touches of red during the black and white scenes. Yep, we get a lot of flashbacks of. How Tony became Iron Man, how Rogers became Captain America, um, Thor's, uh, uh, you know, conversation Hand on the with shoulder Odin. from Odin. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, so we're, we're going with the, you know, the three original, right? The Bruce Banner falling out of the sky. Yeah. Edward Norton. Yeah. No. <laughs> Edward Norton delivering pizzas. Um, <laughs> Lou Fregno. Yeah. Just, you know, because Banner can just strut around in public just arrogantly and, you know, not worried about anything because he's uh, <laughs> Bruce Banner. Um, Luferig no pizza. That would, oh, dude. If this trailer was recut to have Edward Norton handing Luferig no a pizza with the red on the on the pizza box, 
Yeah. Can someone do that? Can someone? Yeah, I don't know if anybody has the skill to do that that listens to us, but I would love to see that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> geez. Uh, yeah. So, um, very very cool trailer. It it really isn't what I was expecting, and and I and, and I'm and I'm totally totally cool with that. Um, looks like I mean, if you, if you try to piece this thing together, I think you're going to have it all wrong. Um, <laughs> no matter how you try to. Oh, slice yeah. it no matter how you try to dice <laughs> yeah. it absolutely not yeah um i do think i think we're i think we're seeing some misdirection so do you remember the infinity war trailer great shot at the end of the hulk running into battle with black panther and steve rogers and we're all waiting for that scene we thought you know the 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 big the big uh between uh captain america and thanos mm-hmm. we thought Ooh, that must be a big old fight. No, well, it was a backhand. I, I'm, I'm thinking something completely different. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking misdirection. But that scene in that in that Infinity War trailer doesn't exist. Ryan was not in the movie. Well, between him and no, him no, and no, Cap? no, there's if you rewatch the Infinity War trailer, there's a scene where you have Black Panther, Steve Rogers, the Hulk, War Machine. I remember that running into battle. Hang on. All right, John. The hang Hulk on. did not. I'm talking about it. something else that is also misdirection. I know. I know. But hold on. You, yeah. you, you didn't let me finish out where I was going. Okay. That scene doesn't exist in the movie. Right. Okay. It doesn't. Yeah. And it was purposefully that. done. It was, it was purposefully done because they're like, nope, this is where we're going with the Hulk. I think we right. have something yeah, yeah, yeah. very similar. We see the Avengers wearing white suits. Quantum realm suits. Walking together. And Tony is with them. I don't I will think, have to say this. I don't think Tony's going to be there with them. I think he is. I don't think he and is. I'll, and I'll and I don't think why. he's dead. I don't think Tony's dead. I think Tony is going through time in a different manner than what they're going. I think it's Tony, possible. We've already seen stills of Yeah, of, I think Tony it has could found, be flashbacks though. I think Tony has found a different way through time than the Avengers do. That that's just okay. my thinking. That that. All right, let me let me clap back real quick because that that's just my thought. That's my theory. I know. My clap back on that is before this trailer came out, they released either stills mm-hmm. or they was the, it was the teaser trailer. Yep. To this to this movie, that same no, it was, sequence. It was still shots where he like still shots. He, yeah, where he's like reading a, a paper of. Well, yeah, but this was just a few. This is like a month or two ago. Uh, maybe three months ago, something it was, it's in been recent history. The, um, that sequence of them walking through the hangar mm-hmm. and you could identify cap and you can identify like, uh, you know, roadie and you can identify like all these, all the characters. And there is a unusual size gap in between these characters fit enough for either one Hulk yeah. or two regular people. Like professor, those Hulk. two regular people were iron, were Tony and, um, Karen Gillan. Nebula. Nebula. Those two were then inside the new trailer. So that's the only reason why I'm thinking that, yes, they will be there, is because there was an image that was already edited with them out of that scene until this trailer was released. Also, asterisks, take freaking notes, Sony. This is how <laughs> you release trailers in mo- oh, I'm going to get worked up. I don't want to get worked up. I'm going to start yelling. Lauren's going to wake up. But this is how you well, do she it. She needs to. Are you probably getting hungry? <laughs> we'll need a little snack. Beverage, so, is, beverage is getting low. Um, 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, but anyhow, uh, asterisk, side note, thank you, Spider-Man Homecoming trailer, for doing nothing for us. And thank you, Endgame trailer, for showing us exactly how you release trailers after movies um, and how that stuff is done. Because this could not have been done better. But anyway, but that's why that's why I'm thinking that. Like, my clap back is that. That's it. And, and I'm going to clap back on your clap back. Um, you can clap back all you want. I, I think that big, enormous space is going to belong to Professor Hulk uh, because we do not see Mark Ruffalo in suit during that walking period. Um, I think Nebula and Tony find a different way to work time than what Rogers and the rest of the gang do with Ant-Man's quantum realm. It could have something well, to do with Captain Marvel. It could have something to do with black holes i don't know i think tony's i I, this is just the feeling that i get that tony's journey through time is going to be different than the rest of the avengers and somehow they they will converge they'll converge well i will say this john only time will tell i know we could be both 100 percent wrong uh more than likely that's probably mm-hmm. what it is yeah because <laughs> these trailers are so good yes. at making sure that we know nothing exactly <laughs> uh, so good at making sure we know nothing. a couple really great shots as well too we see a very uh burned and singed captain america don't know where he's fighting when he's fighting what he is doing why he's doing it I want to give him a cold glass of water and tell him to keep on he going. Looks, That's all I wanted to do. He it it very kind of similar to what you were referencing with uh, the uh, what we thought was going to be like uh, uh, reminiscent of the Infinity Gauntlet uh, book, where literally Steve Rogers was the last one left standing, and he and he attempts to go toe to toe with yep. Thanos. Gives his life uh-huh. for a backhand. Yeah, and uh, he it, he didn't fare well. Uh, he didn't book. get back up. No, uh, and, and and that was Ever. a misdirection. Now it, it it did kind of play because Steve was the yeah. last line of defense before <coughs> Thanos right. got to um, Vision and the Scarlet Witch. Um, right. Which again, to me, always speaks to Captain's heart. I mean, he knew oh, yeah, that he sure. was not going to be able to go toe to toe with Thanos, but by golly, he wasn't going to step aside. Right. Yeah. And he even was able to kind of push back just enough for Thanos to kind of go. Hmm. Was curious. Yeah. Like interesting. But at the end, Thanos. This was, ant is stronger than others. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> like, right. That's all it really kind of yeah, was to yeah. me. Where and, he and, just kind of like. And I like the way that was filmed because ju- there was almost okay. like this moment. Because here's the thing with Thanos, right? We we were and we talked about this ad nauseum. He's not a villain in the traditional sense. Um, complicated me. Yeah. And there was almost like just that moment of respect of like, I like what you're doing. Mm. You have you're conviction. standing up for what you believe in. You have conviction. And I'm looking in your eyes. Yeah. To, to you know have that. conviction yeah, for sure. You know, um, and that, that was just kind of very similar to uh, kind of Thor's like when Steve moves Milner just like. Yeah, that little squeak. Just a nudge. And he's kind of like, I love that little squeak. Yeah. And he just kind of squeak. Yeah, was and, so then, funny, and then when he man. can't left, he's like, like, like you could tell he was the one guy that Thor was worried about. Like he wasn't worried that Tony was going to be able to pick it up. He knew that was no, of course happen, not. Right. And even Tony knew he wasn't going to be able to pick it no, up. Tony ain't picking that thing <laughs> like, up. Tony knows that answer real well. Yeah. I didn't know the like, answer to that nah. question. Uh, but yeah. And so I did like, I did like Romanov's response during that scene. Yeah. Of like that's not a question I need answered. Like, yeah. Oh, just, yeah, she knows. 
So yeah. great. Nah, nah. I loved it. Got a pretty dirty history. Yeah, we don't need to. <laughs> she knows. Yeah. Nah, nah, I'm good. Nah, I didn't know those answers. Well set. So yeah, and so, you know, Thanos having this, that, hmm, interesting, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm really because you guys know, man, dude, Captain America. That is, dude, that's my jam yeah, when it comes to Marvel. Yeah. Captain America is the is the man. So he real is interesting. Noble, he is strong. Yeah, man. man. Like, and what what is he in? Are we seeing a flashback to like events that have changed in First Avenger? Is it? Are we actually seeing the last stand of Captain America? I mean, right. is, is that his last stand? Was is that it, a fl- was that a flashback of just simply something you know? Because it wasn't, it wasn't the 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 powered. Um, if if we're careful and notice, it was leather straps on the uh, on the shield. It wasn't yeah. the new technology that he has currently. Yeah, in his suit now he's got the shield back too. Let's let's yeah, think about does, that yep, for a yep. second. Mm-hmm. That if he that if it is now, I in my opinion, because of those things, I'm a little. I mean, I'm torn on this because, of course, I want to see Cap don the red, white, and blue. I want to see the shield. I want to see him. I want with him the go, chin strap. If he goes down, I want, I want him got, going down in the cap. Yeah. as Captain America. If he's ready to die, which he is, he is absolutely yeah. ready to die. Um, and you and I have talked ad nauseum about whether or not we think Cap is walking away from this one. Um, but if he's going down. Just like he did with second, uh, second Avenger, right? Cap two, Winter Soldier. Sorry, second Avenger. I'm uh, thinking the first Avenger and then second yeah, Avenger, the yeah. sequel, right? Oh. But second I'm a mess, Avenger. dude. <laughs> it's, not, it's been a wild week. Captain America. Not so, only was he the first Avenger, he's also, he's also the, the second, second Avenger. So yeah, that's how good the that's Avengers how good are he comprised is. of Captain America. Captain America. And- <laughs> Did he's you just a, say he's Cap- employee no, number I, one and number two. And two. <laughs> the second Avenger. <laughs> Holy hell. Uh, but in Winter Soldier, he goes back. He gets the co- he gets his suit back because he thinks Bucky might recognize him. Yeah. Yeah. He's wearing um, the, uh, you know, the World he, War II era. Bomber jacket. World War II era. suit. And era, that yeah. was the suit and at least the helmet because it had the chin strap on yes. it. That, that he also was wore in Civil a, War. That he did wear, and again, yeah. you know, he keeps going back to that suit when he's ready to throw something down. Um, and I think that's that says something, right? That that is definitely not on accident. So that's either one a flashback to World War Two when mm-hmm. he was um, when he strapped on that stuff and was ready to go, um, or you know, again, this could be he you know, has a long thought out process and we're, and we're in tears in the audience and he's strapping on the old armor and we're in tears watching this thing. Like that's honestly it. It's either a flashback or he's gone back to the OG to say, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die in my, in my suit. Yeah. In the one that made me this. Yeah. That's where I'm going to go. So man, Ooh, getting chills. Just thinking about Uh, it. We, you know, we get a, we get a really cool shot of uh, Hawkeye. Um, look, who looks like he's going to be going by at least, uh, probably not the name Ronin, um, but at least the Ronin look where he's the uh, Ronin look for sure. Uh, I think his family is totally snapped. So yeah, I think we can, I think we can deduce that. Um, that because if he's watching the trailer, I'm gonna, I'm, I don't want to keep running over you, man. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, man. Um, but the uh, in the trailer we see him training his daughter, uh, who I believe is this. Uh, we get a picture of like I think it's the character Kelly Bishop mm-hmm. uh, in the comics, which I have I have zero references with, to be honest. I've uh, I've been out of the, that game a little too long, I guess, to understand who Kelly Bishop is, other than it's Hawkeye's daughter. Um, 
but his uh, you could see in the trailer that he does have an ankle bracelet on in that scene. Yeah, how's his arrest. jeans? Yeah. Yeah, his jeans are are definitely cuffed to a point and then kind of poof out. So he's definitely under house. I mean, he's well, absolutely him, under well, house arrest. Well, him and Scott were under right. They know, were both they under house arrest. Down, yeah. So that wasn't anything. I don't. They, obviously, I think that was a flashback sequence. It wasn't anything current. We were seeing him in a in at home under house arrest. So I think it was just. I think that was a flashback sequence. It wasn't anything current or new. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, and so he's got a, a whole different look, uh, you know, his relationship with Natasha looks like it's going to be a, a, a little different, uh, going forward, uh, in terms of what he's lost. And, you know, we really got a cool shot too. And this is where I think where I kind of come up with this theory that the, the decimation not only has it ended 50% of the, of the universe's population. Yeah. And this is of where some people are yeah. getting the summary wrong. You know, yeah. you read it's like, after Thanos wiped out half of Earth. No, 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 no. Half, half the universe. Of the universe. Okay. Half of the universe. That if you really think about what kind of catastrophe that would cause. Just globally. That doesn't mean that 50% of the Earth is gone. It may mean that more than 50% of the Earth is gone. Exactly. So I get the feeling uh, based off of the end credit scene, and or actually it's a mid credit scene of Captain yeah. Marvel, and then there's this quick little shot of Scott uh, walking through his old neighborhood, and there's yeah. like you know posters, missing posters. Missing posters. But yeah. if you really look, things look overgrown, um, not tended to, not taken yeah. care of. How long has he been gone? Right. I I get the impression that basically it's gone to hell in a handbasket. Oh, like yeah. nothing is working the way like society just is not getting on track at all. And you got to no. think about what would be happening. Crime would be through the roof. Panic right. yeah. would be through the roof. Uh, distrust, paranoia, uh, anxiety. And you're so, definitely not doing your lawn on Saturday. No. Kind of thing. And for, for <laughs> that's not the biggest thing you got to worry about. And Bruce in that end credit scene seems really concerned about power. They can't get power. Right. Yeah. So you've got one of the greatest scientific minds on the planet. And he's like, I, I, I'm charging this thing up. It takes the power. It powers down. And I, and I, I, and I don't know if I can keep things going. It's like, he's trying to keep the yeah. Avengers headquarters going right, just to keep yeah. the lights on well tony's gone like his other his right? partner in, in scientific crime is is not so there. i can't get this pager that, you know. that none of us know what in the heck it's doing what kind of message it's sending yeah. and i can't even keep the lights on in the building <laughs> right at the same time and i'm yeah. and i'm bruce flipping banner and and i mean it, t'challa's not there but his definitely his sister is not there like, yeah t'challa was, was snapped his sister i don't think was um, uh, le- but really, i imagine really she's trying open. to keep things going yeah, uh, yeah i how, imagine yeah, how she's is trying to keep doing? things going in wakanda yeah right she's got her own ground zero right mm-hmm. like yep so yeah i i'm kind of almost like a and again i could be wrong i'm just kind of getting the feeling of a of a little bit of an apocalyptic dystopia oh yeah it is kind of oh, yeah, for sure is, is starting to set in yeah. And so now the Avengers, they have to start asking themselves these questions. Do we try yeah. to undo what Thanos has done or do we just go with what we have left and try to build this back together? Or are yeah. we trying to do both? 
Um, great question. Well, first off, they have to just find Thanos, right? So we're trying to find Thanos, and and the 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 plot device. And by the way, Thanos is not in Wakanda. If you keep no, yeah, people keep saying. I don't what? know if you've run He's across this. Yeah, they're like, well, at the end of you know, after he snapped. He 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 sits on the throne in in Wakanda. It's like he's not in no, Wakanda. He's not. He no. left. He snapped and he's not even gone. on his own homeworld. No, he's gone. He snapped. He, and he's on another planet looking at the sunset. Yep, because that's what he wanted to do was mm-hmm. go look at a sunset. Yeah, on a universe that will be fine. And, and so take I don't know why itself. people think that that's, he stayed in Wakanda. I don't. That's stupid. Yeah, that's so dumb. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you guys no, don't mind the, if I hang um, out here for a while, do you? I'm just going to chill. But that's the plot device, right? It's like, okay, so how are we getting Thanos back either to Earth or how are the Avengers going to find Thanos? Like the, the, the motivation of Thanos engaging in a fight here is very, and we noticed we didn't see Thanos at all in the, in the trailer. Um, and we, we didn't see him in any sort of end credits. And can I, can I add one <coughs> yeah. other theory? That I think Captain Marvel is going to be really upset. Not only does she get the the pager call from Fury, right? Yeah, she was affected by this just as well. What if this decimation wiped out that colony she helped build? Yeah, she's over there building the Scroll Colony, trying to help them get back on their feet. And all of a sudden, maybe one of those kids or and they could have been all gone. There just wasn't enough. They could have been all gone. Yeah, Yeah. it's still fifty percent of the universe. Who knows? Yep. Boom. So, and so that's going to get her the, fired up. Yeah. So that's why I was kind of hoping maybe in the end yeah. credits, we would have seen the, what the decimation results were for her, which right, we didn't yeah. get, which we probably right. didn't need, but we may see that in end game where I, I, I expect we will, if we're doing flashbacks in end game, then we're seeing what happened. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Now I did, you know, a friend of mine noticed this, um, then, and, and asked me if I noticed this, he said, he goes, am I wrong or at the end of Captain Marvel where she shows where she appears to the Avengers? You know, it's not the Thor scene, but it's it's her. She shows up and says hello um, at the end of Captain Marvel. He asked me, does she look sick to you? Does she look like she's not? She looked doing- tired either tired or sick. And I said, and I didn't, I had to think about it for a minute. I was like, you know what? I think she did look a little, she looked tired. Like there was something either tired or something, but I expect she's been crying. I expect she's been, you know, on the way of finding out that fury's gone. Cause she's, you know, she's, that's what she's asking. Okay. I saw all of this happen. There's no way she didn't see it happen. Mm-hmm. Number one. And then secondly, when she comes back to earth and fury is not there, she knows. Well, you in, know what I mean? Well, like, Earth I think is, there's a knowledge there to just go, okay, like where's Fury? Well, well I guess and Earth Fury's is her home. Gone. Right. And chances are she may have tried to go visit her, her friend, her friend in Louisiana. Yeah. Who's older. May, something, <laughs> it's going to be something a lot may have older, happened there. Right? Um, yeah. So there yeah. may have been things that, that, and we don't know what anyway, she, she may have had to fight just kind of, to get to Earth. Yeah. She may have had to enter combat and was weakened. Yeah, it was possible. Did yeah. because her power is based off the Tesseract. Did it weaken her? When Thanos grabbed mm-hmm. it and took because power it, out of it. it wrecked the gauntlet. The gauntlet is wrecked. Yeah. Right. So, does she? Does the Tesseract have to continue to be in existence for her to be full powered? We don't know. We don't. Know, I don't right? know. Yeah. One interesting thing that that uh, should take note of when you it, when you rewatch the trailer, uh, when Thor, you know, he kind of goes face to face with Captain Marvel, puts out his hand. Sure. He calls Mjolnir, not Stormbreaker. 
Mjolnir comes to what? his hand, not Stormbreaker. That was Stormbreaker. Mm, it looked like a hammer to me. It was Stormbreaker. You sure? Yep. It's the uh, it's the it's the hammer ended. It's the hammer end of it, but it's does Stormbreaker, it's Stormbreaker. have a hammer end? Thought yes. it was a blade. On it has both a blade. Sides. It has a blade on one okay. side and okay. a hammer end on the other. I thought it was two blades. Nope, it's a uh, one single sided blade. Hmm. Okay, never mind then. Okay. Good. It would have been a good catch, though. Honestly, like if that was Mjolnir, that would have been very interesting. But I like Mjolnir's death, and I like Stormbreaker's life. I think Stormbreaker is the welcome uh, sequel, and I no, hope he's it the stays. god of hammers. What are you, the god of hammers? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, that's not Mjolnir in the new Avengers Endgame show. Yeah, he's just holding it backwards. Yeah, it's just uh, the blade jerks. It looked like he called Mjolnir. And the reason why uh, that that I was bringing that up is like, are we seeing like a timeline? New stuff? timeline? Like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that's all very. I mean, that's very much in question, right? Like, we don't we don't exactly know. We saw those stills happen from you know from Iron. It's uh, Pepper and and Tony um, that looked different. And looked very interesting. So there, I think there is time travel stuff involved. Obviously, Quantum Realm is involved because of the suits that they're wearing. They're oh, yeah. even wearing quantum oh, the, the, suits. Yeah. Well, the Quantum Realm so, has to be involved because that was a specific thing that oh, yeah. um, uh, Scott was warned to stay away from was the time aspect of the Quantum Realm. When he went in, she said, Do, basically, don't go near that. Yeah. So... Very interesting. Yeah, stuff. and that's what's great about this trailer is it leaves us with so many more questions than answers. My only confusing part about the time stuff that happens in the quantum realm is that you know Michelle Pfeiffer's character is still aged, but like she still, yeah, but I don't think she aged. entered. I don't think she entered the like she basically the, is saying there's a way to time travel in the quantum realm. She's telling it was basically think of it like a Star Trek thing. Okay, okay. In the Star Trek universe, everybody knows how to time warp. It's no secret. Yeah. You warp around a sun, right? This was established in Star Trek four, right? Warp around a sun at maximum warp and hope you hit it. Right. You, you build your calculation, okay. maximum warp. When you come around the sun and it slingshots you, the gravity or no, no, you warp towards the sun. When you slingshot, you hit maximum warp and boom, if you're, if your equation is correct, you're now in time warp. Okay. Okay. That's not a secret. Right. So everyone knows that you can time warp. Why doesn't everybody do it? Because you got to get it right. Dangerous. Right. Too many, yeah. <laughs> too, too many variables. You got to get yeah. it right. Because remember when they're in start, and I know we're, we're doing two different scientific things, but I think this, no, I, I, hey, man, but I, I think, think it relates, but it's I think fun. this works. So they're the same universe. So, <laughs> William Shatner shows up. Um, so when they when they try to come home in Star Trek Four after they get the whales, right. right? Kirk asks Spock for do you have the new equation? He had to build a new equation based off of the added weight of the water and the whales. Remember? Mm-hmm. Okay. And yes, I do. Okay. And Kirk basically is like, do you have the right equation? He's like, well, I had to account for this and this and this. He goes, basically I had to guess, which is not a Vulcan thing to do. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so basically they got to hope they have it right. Yeah. Because if they don't, 
it could either wreck the ship or you just blast at maximum warp somewhere and okay more than likely your ship's gonna right yeah because the sun's gonna pull you back in so my thinking is with whatever in the quantum realm there's an area because the quantum realm is an entire universe in of itself which they had to figure out in ant-man too right right? the calculations Mm -hmm. to line up and if they weren't lined up properly then they'd have to wait another 200 years or so so them to line up again much like the nine realms did yes so in other words, there's in an, Thor too. There's an the most area movie. Uh, in the quantum realm that yeah. if you get too close to, or you start mucking around with, you can end up going through time. She knows about it. She may have seen because we know that there's there's inhabitants in the in the quantum realm. She wasn't the only one just walking around. Right. There's civilizations there. It's an entire universe. So she probably learned from them, you know, you can time travel if you go this direction and you muck around over here and we all know that you can do it. We all know how to do it, but man, we don't do it. Not something we like to do. Because here's what could happen if you get it wrong and your, and your probability and your chances of getting it wrong are a lot higher than of getting yeah. it right. So that, okay. that, that's, the, that's the, the way that I like it. It's like, just like in Star Trek, everybody knows how to do it. So why doesn't everybody do it? Because <laughs> if you do it wrong, hmm? <laughs> things are, things are going to be tough. You're going to blow up. <laughs> You're going to get pulled into that sun. <laughs> Dinner's going to be late. Yeah. And that's why so, not everybody does it. Okay. I'm, I'm down with that explanation. I can, I can jump on board. I think, I mean, obviously we both know that, that we, we called, we called this in, in Ant-Man and the Wasp when we, when we talked about that a little bit was this is something that's the quantum realm obviously has answers. So sure. Um, and, and I think they're going to be just, building we're just kind of wondering what they are. Yeah. And I think the quantum realm is going to play a big part in the next phase of MCU. I really Absolutely. Do. I think, I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, you know, we think about content. We, unfortunately we live in the age of the internet a little bit, right? Like just because of, we know what's coming, we know what's happening. There's acquisitions and there's contracts and there's this, you know, the Fox acquisition uh, was something that we were, you know, I'm, we're still like, it's finalized now, man. Done. To oh, us. I know. Yeah, it's, yeah done. it's done. We now. know it's done. Official. We know it's done and we know that, that they own Fox now and all the properties and we're just, we're hoping for some sort of lead in that we can see like X-Men to be pulled into this, this current universe without a full reset of everything else happening. So, um, we don't need everything else to be reset. We need a way to bring them in. And I think, you know, Dr. Strange obviously brings that that element to it. it. Now we've got quantum realms. And I think, you know, you put Dr. Strange in the quantum realm and I think we have a lot of answers to be Mm -hmm. done. Right. Like, so, and I think that's where we're going to be able to pull. Right, done. Fantastic Four done well, and uh, the X Men. So let me ask you, Dark Phoenix. So let me ask you a question as we're starting to wind this down. We didn't even hit on the Dark Phoenix trailer, and I'm not going to. We don't have to. No. So there it is. Not going to. That that will. We're we're waiting on these two final properties to be done. Oh, and uh, welcomed back into. Dude, I I can tell you right now, that's not going to be a theater experience for me. I am more than happy to wait for Blu-ray on that. More than happy. I'm not. I'm not paid from this show enough to go have to go see that (laughs) in theater. No, that no. (laughs) Hey, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll address it on the next show, but I'm not bringing it up here for this one. But nah. Um. As we're kind of winding this down, I just want your opinion. Do Ooh. you think that there has been an offer made to Hugh Jackman from Disney? Uh, no, you don't think so. 
I don't think you don't so. think there was a feeling. I don't, you don't think there was like a hey, let's get uh, you know so and so who's Hughes Hughes agent, and let's just uh, I don't you know think so. we're just gonna have a we're gonna have a little sit down at the coffee bean and tea leaf, and we're just gonna you know. I don't think so. No. Okay. I don't. I mean, only in the way that yeah, like of course, like the the absolute because Disney checks can like, bring anybody out of retirement. Dude, oh yeah, then it's not a question of money. <laughs> brought or Harrison not. Ford I, you know, out of retirement with Han Solo. Dude, yeah, if you're bringing Harrison Ford out of retirement and then <laughs> to play Han Solo, like, that Disney coming check. back to play a small part, like, dude, yeah, like those checks are fine. You know, it's not the money. I don't think it's absolutely the money. I think. You know, what we know, of course, what we know about Disney, right? And what we know about Marvel, I think it's time to set down those chapters. It's time to set down the book that is Fox's X-Men. And so do they. And it's okay. Now, so the only thing that could survive that. That's what I was actually going to write lead into. Because if you're that the only character that could, the only character that could get away with it is Ryan Reynolds. That's the only person that could that could actually make sense for them to continue on with him. Only because of the character Deadpool. Well, Disney did say they weren't opposed to making rated R comic book movies. Right. Yeah. Which is which they shouldn't have. Well, no. Yeah. There's a misnomer. Speaking of which, Hellboy rated R. Yeah, that's not that's not a Disney film though. No, I know, but radar comic book movies. Uh, well, and there's this, there's this, <laughs> somehow this idea that Disney's opposed to rated R movies. I mean, I don't know if you've all forgotten no. the Miramax label. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or Dimension Films, which they don't own anymore. They don't own those properties. No. But um, at the time, those Miramax and Dimension, which you saw, you know, Tarantino films and uh, yeah. Robert Rodriguez films fell under the Dimension uh, label. Yeah. Those were owned by Disney. So, yeah, they were not opposed. Yeah. To rated our movie, so you could very easily um, put Deadpool, oh yeah, uh, into the MCU, and not fine. just have it say Walt Disney at the beginning. It just says Buena Vista, and there you oh, go. I think they should though. I think that's the uh, to 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 continue on with the ultimate Deadpool moves. I would absolutely laugh myself silly to see the castle with the fireworks. Oh, you Deadpool don't see 3. the castle in the MCU movies though, do you? No. Yeah, they don't show the castle. It just says, but I would, I would just, I would abs, I would, I would, that would be a nice hearty chuckle from me to see the Disney castle in front of a Deadpool movie. I thought that'd be, I think that'd be pretty funny. (laughs) Well, yeah, I don't think you, and fitting. Yeah. Cause, uh, well, I mean, it'd be the same way. Cause I know a lot of people were concerned that you would see the Disney castle before a star Wars movie. It's like, you're not going to see that. You're not going to see that. No, of course not. But uh, again, of all things of, with X-Men, with Hugh Jackman concerned specific, well, specifically Hugh Jackman, um, as much as I would love to see him and Chris Evans, like, you know, square off a little bit and for him to tell Chris Evans Dude, to go Wolverine F himself versus Captain America, you know, mm, those claws, uh, you know, Wolverine versus Hulk. Mm. There's so many good, right. For the, for the, so like, you know, there's so much good. Like there. when we saw, you know, T'Challa scratch the vibranium shield using vibranium claws. Yeah, that, that was obviously, you know, their best callback. Yeah. That they could do. Of, yeah, of Wolverine absolutely. scratching because which he has done cap and, oh, yeah. and Wolverine have, have tussled from time to time. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. So I just, I was just yeah, Wolverine rips that. enemies to shreds. Of course they've had a few conversations, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Difference um, of opinion. Uh, yeah. I just, uh, I just thought wondered I your opinion so. on that. I, I agree with you. I, I think as, as fun as it would be, um, 
It'd only be only for nostalgic purposes. Yeah. I don't know if it would even work to be honest with yeah. you as much as like, it's like the one side of my braid just going, Oh, that would be so cool. But the other guy's going, would it though? <laughs> like really though? Like would it, the only way it would work is <laughs> so. for to really match Thanos would be to have Oscar Isaac show up as apocalypse. <laughs> And then take off in an X-wing. <laughs> yeah, him, him climbing yeah. back. No, into I, agree with, and take I off. agree with you. Okay, cool. Well, uh, I, I think this is a good spot. We can uh, we can cool. s- we can say, hey guys, it's been awesome. Not a lot of talk about print. It was by design. We wanted to really hit on Captain Marvel and, yeah. and the Endgame trailer. Um, I think we can. Although l- issue nine for Doomsday Clock, Clock has been released, yeah. and I think issue issue ten is is quite on its heels at this point. I think issue ten is yep. about to come out. Superman as well, and so. uh, um, Doctor Manhattan having a conversation. Yeah, Hopefully, by next show, we'll be able to do that, um, and maybe by next show, we'll be able to cover Shazam. Should be coming out, uh, and then been- just like we did a year ago, we will dedicate an entire episode to Avengers Endgame because it is oh, deserving yeah. of that. And of course, by that time, uh, I will. You'll have a baby. Be a father. You'll be. You have a so, baby. I'll have a baby. How much for your baby? <laughs> <laughs> baby, the other white meat. <laughs> baby, what's for? It was for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, this is Reasonable <laughs> Fanboys. My name is Ryan. I'm John. Have a great one. Hey, Dr. Evil, how much for your baby?